Welcome to Overthinking in Your Underwear. I'm Lindsay, and this week we're overthinking a girl's guide to the universe and crystals and all the voodoo that you do. Crystal girls, for my universe girls, for my energy girls, for, and I shouldn't just say girls, I'm sorry, people, anybody who is into this. Um, but all of us who kind of want to get into that and learn more about that or who are already into it and want to just kind of get deeper or already to, or kind of like reaffirm what we already know. What we're going to do in this is we're going to get into the universe and the law of attraction and energy and kind of how you can use it in your daily life in a common sense way. If you know nothing about it, if you're already a universe energies person, it'll kind of hopefully teach you something new or maybe kind of reaffirm some of those things. So grab your crystals and let's overthink it. What is the universe anyway? When someone says, oh, well, I'm putting my power, I'm putting my faith in the universe. Well, I'm just putting it out there in the universe. Like people say that and it's like the squishiest word ever. Like that is the squishiest, right? Well, I mean, the universe could be, if you're religious, if you're religious, it could be your guy in the sky. It could be, it could be God, right? I think you can talk about the universe and still have a faith in a higher power. You could still believe in an afterlife. Um, it can really mean anything you want it to mean. It could be, it can just mean putting your faith in something else, something else beyond you. And if you say universe and it means something else to you, that is fine too. My understanding of the universe is, let's say I put an intention out there and we'll get to this a little bit later, but let's say I put an intention out there that I want to get a promotion at work. I put an intention out there that I want to put that I want to get in a promotion at work and I put my faith in the universe that it's going to happen through meditation. I say I am putting my faith in the universe. I want this promotion. I'm meditating on it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the energy. I want to get this promotion. And then I slack off at work. I show up late. I'm mouthing off to my boss. You can't expect to get that promotion if you are not putting the action behind it to make it happen. You have to put it out to the universe and then you have to follow up with energy and action to make it happen. You have to coexist and co-work with the universe. It is on you as much, if not more, with the universe to make it happen. So it's as much faith and as much hope and as much common sense as it is anything. So it's not just this crazy voodoo of sitting in lotus pose and going, I'm going to get that promotion. It's also, it's also working really hard. It's also taking that initiative. It's also doing the things you know you need to do to get that promotion. There's this parable I love um, that says, um, a boxer's in the ring. And he is just getting pummeled, punch after punch after punch, totally brutalized. And he looks up at God or the universe and he says, you've got to get me out of this. You have got to get me out of this. And God or the universe looks down and says, I will, my son, but first you've got to throw a punch. And that's how it works with this universe business. The universe is here to help you and the universe is here to guide you, but you've got to take a swing. You've got to work with the universe too. So the law of attraction, I've heard some girls 
sorry, I say, I use the word girls a lot and I know it's kind of an antiquated term maybe for some of you. So please just forgive me. Come for me in the comments, whatever you want. Um, I've heard some girls on TikTok doing like the lucky girl syndrome thing. And it's very similar. It's very similar to the law of attraction. If you want to call it that, I think that's fine. Um, but I mean, about 15 or 20 years ago, the law of attraction was kind of all the rage because of this book called The Secret. Okay. So we were all into it. We were all reading the book. We were all watching the video. We were all watching Oprah talk about it on her show. Oprah was like so into it. And 15 years ago or 20 years ago, I mean, we still listen to Oprah, but I mean, if Oprah said something, we all did it. Okay. From my like limited understanding, people could have anything they desired simply by like thinking it into existence, just by like thinking it. And a particular example I remembered was on the video of The Secret. This woman talked about how she wanted a shiny red Corvette. And so she thought about it and it showed up in her driveway. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, this story has so many plot holes she just thought about wanting a Corvette and it showed up in her driveway, I would be frightened. I'd be like, where did this come from? Did someone steal a car? Like, I need to know more about this car. Is there papers? Like, what what is happening? But like, that was literally the explanation on the video. Like, that she just woke up and then there was the car. And she was like, great, and driving around. So I was like, okay, that's weird. So... That's literally how we were explained back like 15 years ago. Like that's just how you manifest, right? If you want $100,000, just think about it, then go out to your mailbox and there will be $100,000. And it's like, okay, like, it's like, okay, I have faith, but I'm also not insane. So I really wanted to get into this because I mean, I wanted a, I wanted a red Corvette. I wanted a hundred thousand dollars in my mailbox. Um, but then I got like deeper at least into the law of attraction and the manifestation. And I understood it a little bit better. And again, we come back to that action and that common sense. And really what the law of attraction is about is like, if your mother has ever said to you, that attitude isn't going to get you anywhere. She was right. <laughs> she was also oh loosely giving you a lesson in the law of attraction. Like attracts like, like attracts like. Energy flows where attention goes. The universe sees our energy and it matches it. It's that simple. So whatever you are focusing on, you will attract more of into your life. If you are locked into negativity, don't expect greatness. If you're brimming with positive energy and action, good things will follow. So working with the law is about raising your energy and vibrations to the level of things, experiences, and opportunities you are calling into your life. And the law of attraction is where we meet our manifestations. So if so, that is kind of like a whole thing that I have. That's that's in the book. That's from the book. But it's really it's really common sense when you start to think about it. If you walk into work brimming with negativity, do you think you're going to get in a fight with your coworker? Possibly. If you walk into a, a social situation brimming with positivity, do you think that cute guy or cute girl is going to walk across and be like, hey, nice to meet you. How are you doing? My name is so-and-so. 
yeah, I think they are. Like, it's actually just common sense. It's not voodoo. It's the voodoo that you do. Okay. That's what I like to say. It is the voodoo that you do. And it comes from action that you do and you can create it. And it's not just sitting there and picturing a red Corvette popping up in your, in your driveway. It's actually you taking action and you making a difference in your life. And then it comes through. You think at first, you say, I'm going to walk into that social situation. I'm going to be positive, And the cute person is going to walk over and talk to me. And I'm going to get his number or her number. And it's going to be great. You know what? It will happen if you act accordingly. You have to act accordingly. Take action. Act accordingly. And positive things will follow. And this is where we get into manifestations and intentions. Manifestations and intentions, like, they're a little bit uh, interchangeable, I would say, but it's really about getting clear about what you want and then setting an intention. So I'd say intentions are part of manifestations. Um, so manifestations begin by setting an intention about what you want, believing you deserve it, and then again, putting in the elbow grease to make it happen. It doesn't sound so much like sorcery when I say it like that, does it? It sounds more like a super cosmic kick in the pants. Um, so once you pair your manifestations with meditation and a little belief in the universe, maybe a crystal in your pocket, that's where the abracadabra comes in, okay? First, let's break that down a little bit more. Let me tell you um, my manifestation process. I do believe it's really personal. Take this and then modify it to you. Every three months, I write down my manifestations. I have kind of a special book. Um, go to Barnes and Noble and like buy a little cute journal, something that's like, this is cool. This is my little special manifestations um, book. And I have kind of like a little special notebook. So every month I'll write down the date. You know, this is, you know, January 1, 2024. Like if, I'm getting ready for that, right? And then I'll write down my manifestations and I'll write down the micro and the macro. Okay. So two kind of buckets of small and big or immediate and long-term. So I would say, I want to go to the gym five times a week. I want to eat better. I want to connect with friends more. I want to organize my apartment. I want to um, get more creative projects. This kind of thing. They're small bigger project, like long-term would be, I want to um, make $500,000 this year. I'm just putting crazy numbers here. Okay. I want to make $500,000 this year. I want to have my podcast picked up by Spotify. I want to like, they're big goals, right? So you write the big ones. I want to get married. That's not for me, but uh, <laughs> maybe for you. <laughs> So you have like these huge, you have like the huge, big, long term, like maybe it won't even come true this in the next three months, but it's, it's on the list, right? So you write down your manifestations, okay? So first of all, that's the write it part. So then I say, um, so then I say, see it. So a lot of times, um, so I watch a lot of sports documentaries. I don't know if like, like if a 30 for 30 comes up, like I'm watching it, even though I have no idea, I've never seen a hockey game in my life. I'll, I'll watch, I'll watch a hockey 
a hockey sports documentary. I have no very little interest in baseball and I'll watch a baseball documentary. Okay. Um, that has nothing to do with anything. Um, the point is <laughs> what sports players know is the power of visualization. So if you watch these sports documentaries, um, what many athletes have in common is before a big game is they'll sit down and visualize the moment of winning or they're visualize throwing the perfect pitch. Or if they're in the Olympics, they're pulling ahead of the pack and swimming and hitting and hitting the wall right before everyone and winning that gold medal. Okay. So they know the power of visualization and visualization works in our non-Olympic lives too. Okay. Sit down and meditate in meditation with your manifestation list in mind. Um, and it doesn't even have to be your manifestation list. I've done this before when I have like a big presentation and I'm meditating and I kind of go through a little bit of meditation and then I'll meditate on the presentation going really well. That final moment when a client looks at me and goes, that was really fantastic. Or, you know, the boss looks at me and goes, great job. You still have to do the work to have a great presentation. But believing your manifestations are possible and visualizing it clearly in your mind is really an effective tool to get there. So the third part of manifestations is say it. So let's say you are getting ready every morning. At the end of getting ready, you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I am creative. I am smart. I deserve a promotion. I am creative. I am smart. I am the VP of sales at TechCorp. I am creative. I am smart. I am getting that promotion. Um, affirmate, positive affirmations really go far um, to increasing your energy, increasing your self-worth, and getting you towards your manifestation. Still have to do the work, but it really raises your energy and raises your self-worth to the level that you are imagining in your mind. So then the last step, of course, is everything I've been reiterating all the time. So we said, write it, see it, say it, so now behave yourself, put action steps behind your intentions and watch the universe deliver your manifestation straight to your door. So again, everything that we're saying is just working with the universe, but you have to put in the work too. So I was talking a little bit about meditation there, and I talk about meditation in one of the chapters of my book. There's a lot of meditation apps that you can get. Um, there's meditation practices you can sign up for. There's meditation classes. There's personal meditation coaches. I'm not going to get into it too much here. I have actual meditations written out in the book. Um, but I find meditation really, really powerful. I really, I really only do it 10 minutes a day. Some people say 20 minutes, two times a day. There are different types of meditation. There are meditations that include, you know, saying a mon a coach gives you a, a, a a coach gives you a mantra and you say it over and over in your head. If it's right for you, if you like it, I love to legs up the wall. If my yoga girls know what that is, legs up the wall while meditating, total mind clear, total energy boost, legs up the wall can reset your energy for the day and is equal to two extra hours of sleep a day. So just a little kind of uh, side note there. But on a broader level, you may not understand 
all the hoopla and hell yeah that goes into raising your your vibrations. Um, so here we go. So our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions generate a vibrational energy. That energy aligns with the experiences and people that come into our life. Good energy equals good experiences. Now, we all know that good people can have bad experiences, that good people with good energy, bad things happens to them, right? Of course, because like we talked about at the beginning, we're all just trying to create order out of chaos. So how do you get to that high vibration energy, right? Like, do you just smile? Do you, is it just about smiling? How do you get there? So here's a few things. Uh, gratitude is a great way to raise your energy. And I've absolutely done this. I did this recently. I was like, um, just a little bit TMI. I was around my time of the month, which always puts me in a mood. Um, and I was just like, I don't know, I'm just kind of in a mood. And I went for a walk and I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to start with the gratitudes, you know, I mean, I'm just going to do it. And I just started, I was on this walk and I just started listing them and I just started listing. I don't care who you are or what is going on. You can go. I'm thankful for my dog. I'm thankful for this weather. I am thankful for the bed I have to lay in tonight. I am thankful for this power bar I'm about to eat. I mean, there are people that don't have the most basic things. So kind of like our manifestation list, like from the small to the big, I am thankful for this walk I am on. I am thankful for the job I have. I am, you know, just go through your, your gratitudes and by the end, your energy will be raised. And it really was, I was in a better mood. My energy was up to start listing everything you're grateful for. The second way is to raise your energy is a tough one. It's forgiveness. And what I mean by that is if you're not forgiving, if you're living in resentment, your energy is down here. Um, living in resentment is an energy vampire. This thousand pound weight of resentment and bitterness, your energy is your energy is just at the bottom of the ocean, right? So forgiveness is an absolute weight that will just shoot you up. Um, in your energy. So it's a tough one, but it's a vital one. It's a vital concept to, um, it's a vital concept to raising your energy. So when someone acts badly or treats you badly, understand that the storm brewing for them is much worse than the clouds you observe on the surface. That's a fancy way to say, choose empathy over anger. It's also a fancy way to say, hurt people hurt people. Um, understand that they are in pain and use compassion as a way to release you from this matter. So leave the situation in a way that honors your thinking and your character and be the bigger person, raise your vibration and excuse yourself from the toxic ties of this situation. Just say, I'm not going to let this pull me down. And I know what a bad place they are in. And I'm not going to meet them there. I'm not going to live there with them in this toxic place. I forgive them. I release myself from this and I let it go. Uh, Josh Billings uh, said, there is no revenge so complete as forgiveness. 
So playing with your vibes and playing with your energy is definitely takes practice. It definitely takes practice to raise your energy and kind of live in a higher vibe place. I will tell you that for sure. Some of you are already doing it and that's great. Um, But you may be thinking, this is all great. All these like little movements are great, but like really explain it to me. So, okay, I will. Let's, Let's walk through it. So let's say on your manifestation list, you have making partner at your law firm. And right now you're ho-humming your way through the day. So that manifestation partner in your law firm doesn't match the energy of what you're putting out. Okay. So you need to change your energy to match partner at your law firm. That means doing the work that we all talk about, right? That means meditating, putting some affirmations that we talked about, some visualization. I talk about this in the book. I haven't talked about it on here. Changing your inner monologue to positivity, stopping negative chatter, um, and maybe practicing some gratitude. Is there any forgiveness you need to do? That kind of thing. Raising your energy. And then, of course, behaving in a way that matches partner in your law firm? Do you need to put in some extra effort? Are you behaving like a partner in a law firm, right? Like, are you putting the action behind the manifestation that you want to achieve, right? Are you doing the work too? So that's what it means to raise your energy to the level of the thing that's on your lit on your manifestation list. If you're down here in a low vibration place, you're showing up late for work, you're going out drinking every night, you're doing all these things, you're sitting there thinking about how you're unworthy and don't deserve to be a partner in a law firm, you're not going to be a partner in a law firm. So that's what it means to change your energy to match the thing on your manifestation list. So I hope that makes sense. I think it does. Um, So Carl Jung says, one does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light. Um, I love that because it means what we've been saying. You have to put actions behind your intentions, behind your manifestations, do the voodoo that you do and make your manifestations happen. Raise your energy. Okay. Um. So that was just a little bit of thinking on manifestations and energy in the universe and the voodoo that you do. And um, there's a lot more in my book. So just to wrap this up, this like I came by all of this, like very honestly, like throughout my life, like depression is something I could access more easily than the pin number on my ATM. Okay, Um, so I definitely have always been searching for like, what's the off ramp, right? Like, what is the cheat code that we all need? Is it the universe? Is it energy? Is it manifestation? Is it meditation? And looking back, there were times I could chant every mantra and shout affirmations at the top of my lungs, and it wouldn't have changed how I felt, right? So at a certain point, I went through the motions to get healthy. You know, I changed patterns of my life. I changed drinking patterns. I changed dating habits. I changed work and career things I was doing. But what I realized was I'd gone through the motions to get healthy, but the last thing I had to change was my mind. And 
what I mean by that was like my inner monologue and my self-worth and meditation and my relationship with the universe. When it comes to happiness in the universe, it's equal parts action and a little bit of magic and belief in the universe. So that's what I leave you with. And um, I hope that all of this helps. I hope you pick up the book too for some further overthinking and listen to the rest of the podcasts if you missed any of them. Thank you so much for overthinking with me this week. And until next time, wishing you all good thoughts. 